We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 139. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. And this is the Cold Front Parade uh, edition. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, you know, it is the middle of October. And this I is, know. This is what's going to happen. We're, we're just going to... And I knew they were going to start. I mean, we had like one or two in September, like, eh. But now they're, they're just going to kind of every three days or so, they're just going to keep coming down, keep dumbing down. And we are recording this on Wednesday, October 14th. It's about now oh, 8.50 p.m. And we are looking at radar. We see the leading edge of this big, powerful cold front. Now, powerful meaning... Uh, the temperature difference, powerful, not meaning precipitation. There's no moisture with this thing. It is powerful over uh, in Oklahoma in regards to wind. They're expecting some 40-mile-an-hour wind gusts in the Tulsa area overnight tonight. Oh, as, I didn't see as, that. And this happened a couple days ago, too. They had some powerful winds. But, yeah, they're expecting some crazy wind gusts with this thing. So what's the uh, what's the temperature and the weather going to be like tomorrow on Corey's birthday? Ah, oh, so well. the birthday forecast. Well, it's going to be a lot cooler. You know, uh, that's you like I, 20, I 25 degrees. <laughs> I always use my birthday as a gauge of of what the fall and winter is going to be like. And sure enough, it's getting a lot cooler. Today was you know summer basically, uh, part of yeah. the day anyway, and. Uh, Tomorrow is down into the sixties for a high. Now what? Now what did you say? You you had like a, a your your outlook or something from your birthday? What is it that we're gonna? Yeah, yeah. You base something every year. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, what that, are you basing? A, I base the, the, the. I use it as a gauge of of where we are in in comparison to the years past. Like, uh, yeah, last year, it wasn't that cold on my birthday. Mm-mm. It was pretty mild. It was like 78 or something like that. This year, we're down in the 60s, you know, because we had that cold front. Of course, if that cold front was a day later, it would have been, you know, summer still. So. Uh, right, right. So so since it is colder, does that shift kind of your uh, thoughts on maybe more of a colder winter? I mean... Not necessarily. What I use it as a gauge for is... as how close have we been to getting a frost or a freeze because I need to know when to bring in my plants. Oh, yeah. And Your here we are peppers. on the 15th of October. We haven't had a frost here yet. Now, Springfield got a light frost a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I think so. Uh, was there a frost advisory or was that just Apache? Well, the National Weather Service had some frost on their roof. Did you see that picture? That they had posted oh, I a did. Picture. That was so cool. Yeah. I mean, but there wasn't a frost advisory for but, Greene County. I, um, no, I don't think so. No, but we're going to see them. Up north there was. Yes, I remember central Missouri had that nice light blue color. And I imagine, I mean, we're going to, like Friday morning. So what, what's basically what's happening, we, we just said the leading edge of the cold front. Well, that you know, that's just... It's it's not going to just drop. Temperatures aren't going to drop forty degrees in two two hours. That's not going to happen. Now that can happen. It can, but, yes, but, but, but it's not. Yeah. Now this this one is going to be just a surge and start the process going. So between uh, overnight tonight, I'd say one two o'clock a.m. through the next twenty four hours. It's just an infiltration of colder air. It's just going to be a slow kind of thing going. Um, the National Weather Service is thinking there might be like a few scattered showers, but this thing really just it doesn't have any moisture to work with. Now, uh, what we talk about when you get these dynamic systems, even though there's not a lot of moisture associated with the front, just the thermodynamic difference between those those two things. If you get, you know, like a 
like like a sponge of water and you throw a bunch of cold air on it, it's like wringing it out. It's kind of squeezing whatever residual moisture is in there. Plus, the pressure is going to rise. We had lower pressure, not not really low pressure, but lower pressure. Now, when that front comes through, the pressure is going to raise again. Smashing your hand down on that wet sponge, you're gonna, you know, kind of wring that anything out. Uh, although the sponge really isn't that moist. Well, our humidity level is up to seventy uh, percent right now. That's and, not bad. Uh, and uh, dew point of fifty-three. Um, I'm looking at radar. Now, no rain at all. Now, now this morning there was a twenty percent chance they they did raise that a little bit. I noticed that. How weird. Of course, most people will be listening to this after it. You know, goes through, but yeah, that's but why I want to make sure and say, okay, it is. About. Yeah, it is almost nine o'clock tonight. So yeah, they'll listen right. to it tomorrow. It's like, what? I didn't see it. Well, sorry, I'll get it out as fast as I can. <laughs> but yeah, I see. And then another one is coming in Saturday. Uh, the Timbs are going to try to uh, get up there, and they just they won't be able to. They kind of knock back down. So I think this would be. This is the one. I I. I don't know if we're going to see any more 80s. What do you think? I'll say I, it's kind of hard. You to, know, <laughs> I'm holding out between now and the end of the year. Yeah, we'll see. Well, yeah, we'll see, we'll see an 80 somewhere mixed in there. Probably we'll have one of those uh, rogue warm day. You know, it, it happens right. a lot now. It's not. It happens more now than it did just 10 years, 15 years ago. Yeah, you know, but just get, know, if, if we do get one of those rogue 80, 82, maybe 85, that next day, it's not going to be like that. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> It'll be even colder. Yeah, and th- this is it. This is the parade of cold fronts. And uh, uh, I almost titled this uh, podcast, what, the... What is a thermal roller coaster? Uh, we did that before. Yeah, uh, and if we keep going, we may have to do that still. But well, it is. I mean, yeah, I mean, we were in the 80s, you know, today and yesterday. But by Friday morning, we could be down to the upper 30s. Oh yeah, I think our so, weather station the other the other morning when it was cold. Put that in air quotes. Uh, I think it read 36 degrees, but that's right. on top of my house outside the city in kind of a little. Lower well, elevation. I was comparing the others around it, and and they were reading about the same thirty six, thirty seven. Really? So yeah. Yep. Wow. And uh, hey, today. Well, I'll tell you that I haven't been getting many drone shots lately because it's there's been no color at all because there's been no <laughs> clouds, no nothing. Yeah. High pressure. High man. pressure. High pressure. High pressure. And it's like, man. And then I'm driving along today about sunset, which comes earlier and earlier and earlier. But uh, there were clouds. I was like, man, I should have that drone up there. <laughs> it was a beautiful sunset with clouds and oh, iridescence. And yeah. So I was like, well, you know, maybe that's a sign that maybe we do have a little moisture in the atmosphere. Who knows? We'll see. Well, yeah. We, uh, and if the, rel- if the relative humidity, is it relative humidity or, or the humidity? I mean, dew point's 53. So that's. that's yeah. I mean, it's not dry, but it's not really moist either. But that is it an could, indication. It could be worse. I mean, I mean, dew point at fifty three is typical. I mean, it's not like. No. I mean, it's hopeful for when we're in a drought yeah. and we haven't seen rain for the past however many days. Well, what's our air temp right now? Sixty three. Well, I'm looking at the airport. Let me look at the Stormdar weather station. Ooh, I like that place. We have a. It's uh, right above your head. Temperature of 63 degrees, 63.3. Oh, okay. Hey, you want to know something funny? I sure do. Okay, well, this is is a classic example of why I said leading edge of that cold front. It is stretching probably front, well, south of Sedalia now. Uh, through Nevada, and we, you can see it on radar. Use the Kansas City radar. Well, uh, yeah, people I hearing was, this is... It's starting to pick up on the Springfield radar now because yeah. it's getting a little closer. But here's the thing. I looked at the Kansas City National Weather Service office, and uh, they are coming in at 72. Interesting. Yeah. Now, let me see when that, that was at 754. So that's an out. So they're getting ready to update again. Now, I'm really yeah. curious to see... What the next one is? They wind north at fourteen. Uh, dew point is thirty nine. Thirty nine. <laughs> our wind is nothing at zero miles an hour. We yeah, no wind. It's just waiting. It's just everything is just waiting, waiting until we, we get. We did down have it. a nice yeah. gust of about twenty miles an hour though today. You know, I wondered. We were in the red flag warning. 
which is, you know, the red flag warning means uh, low humidity and elevated wind can get wildfires way out of control. So everybody just needs to not burn outside. And I'm leaving that forecast pickup for uh, a little while. We have the no burn forecast pick going. I'm going to sure. leave it there uh, just because we don't want anybody to, to, to burn. So, uh, yeah, it, but now but you said behind the front. Yeah, we're going to get some gusty winds tomorrow. Uh, let me see what the actual National Weather Service says. Uh, still says 40%, but uh, Thursday, uh, north wind 6 to 11, becoming south in the morning. I thought that was fascinating. Yeah. But then Thursday night, mostly clear, and Friday morning, the low 38, north wind. So I wonder if that's a typo. Because why, why would it come north and then shift south and then go? Am I, I don't know. Is I might it, be is missing. Is it going to be, uh, let's see here. I didn't see that. Yeah, maybe it's, uh, maybe the front's going to kind of shift it. I don't know. Well, I mean, the, the cold air will be filtering in. Like I said, the next 24 hours, we're just going to kind of keep the, the cold air going. Uh, Friday, sunny, high 66. Uh, Thursday says high uh, 67. With a 20% chance of showers before 8 a.m., this is not going to be a big deal. I mean, and no, no, there's no, no. rain in the future. Inch, under a hundredth of an inch, probably. It's, it's just not oh, gosh, yes. anything to write home about, that's for sure. Yeah, and then another cold front comes through kind of Saturday. What about Monday night? What are you seeing Monday night? <sighs> kind of the same thing. Just another little weak front goes through. Might be able to squeeze out a, a drop yeah. here and there. I mean, now I did look at the GFS longer term uh, around the 24th or 25th or 26th, which is my birthday, if it pans out. Now, again, the 26th is 12 days out, so just eh, not hanging my hat on that just yet. But something substantial rain-wise, like a 6 to 12-hour event where we could have some rain and that's associated with yet another cold front so watch that wouldn't that be a nice birthday present very cool yeah so you you get a nice cool present on your birthday and i'll get a nice cool present on. i've mine. seen i've seen snowflakes on halloween when i lived in joplin oh I'm yeah i'm pretty sure i've trick-or-treated in snow when i was little you oh i definitely did correctly i almost positive i trick-or-treated in the snow that's that's mm. why why would your parents put you through that? It'd be miserable. Because back in the day, we weren't softies. Oh. If there was candy uh, to be gotten, like for you're free. a softie ah. now, like you're a softie now, you wouldn't let your kids out there, would you? I wasn't a snowflake. I don't think we're trick or treating <laughs> oh, this year. Wah, wah, I, don't, I don't think trick or treating <laughs> is a thing this year. Is what I'm hearing. I so. I there's some rumors going around that Branson is not going to allow it so i don't know we'll see who knows i mean the whole th- this year is just messed up though you know it's just we're gonna have to put up. candy in each room and let the kids trick-or-treat each room of the house they can knock on the door we'll throw some candy did we even have a fourth of july i don't even remember i i mean the date happened <laughs> but you know nobody got I mean, to what, did anybody do anything i don't i mean we it's didn't. just it's, it's a blur no, you, you set off a fountain randy we went to my and we yes. shot some fireworks at my mom's but i mean we didn't have the big hula that we do that that's right that's right and it, it, yeah we talked about it on the podcast because that's out out in the farm out there in the middle of middle of yeah, nowhere we well out. there was no celebrate america at cfo like they normally do and you know, all that's you know not happening there's not i mean every every holiday is going to be different there's no there's no macy's thanksgiving day parade this year there's no wow. big family gatherings yeah people are uh not having family gatherings especially for for thanksgiving you know I i'm mean, looking forward i might i might do a, i might smoke a turkey i don't know we'll see i'm sad because i miss getting together i mean i i do make good turkey yeah, I like your turkey. Because oh, yeah. sometimes she's had to work. She's she's a nurse, and if she has to work, oh yeah, there's been we a can't travel of Christmases or Thanksgivings that I've so had. To work, I do the so. dinner here, and I must say I'm a pretty good chef. He did a good job. I mean, the first one. One was, time I made two different turkeys, uh, uh, just the different types of. Well, that cooking, one I was home. We just hosted, smoked, and ah. and, and a and a herb turkey in the oven. It was good. Ooh. One year he practiced, like, what, two weeks before Thanksgiving? He practiced <laughs> on a turkey. And so we had this massive Thanksgiving dinner, like, two weeks before Thanksgiving. And, and then. And we thought we were, we were crazy. Like, uh, you know, Thanksgiving's not till a couple more weeks, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Good to practice. Make sure it was good. You know, I don't blame you a bit. 
I mean, I would probably do the same thing. If it's a new recipe, it's like you're going to have family over. It's like, I want to try this out. So, look, just bonus. You just got turkey for a month instead of turkey. Yeah. For- <laughs> yeah I think so- that was back when you very, like, my very first year as a nurse. I Of course, your very first year, you have to work the major holidays. So, I worked Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Yeah. But I worked night shift. So, of I was course. home Christmas morning. Oh, okay. So I got to watch the kids open their gifts. I had worked all night, but I was there when they woke up and got to watch them open their gifts. And then while I slept, he made this massive dinner before I had to go back that night. And he'd never really cooked before. I was still the main cook of the house. And he made an entire Christmas feast. And it was good. Corey's kind of looking around going, "Mm, I'm not so sure about that. Yeah, whatever. Oh, no. I I love to cook. I mean, Karen would always make... I would make the dessert. I'm the baker. I like to bake the goodies. But Karen would always make make the main meal, and that was just... Oh, it was See, wonderful. I'm not much of a dessert person. I'm not I'm the, the baker. One that She's makes the, the baker. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the chef. She's the baker. I know oh, okay. how to cook, but he does But if it involves the... outdoor cooking, yeah, I'm your man on You're that. You're the guy, yes. Yeah. I don't know how to work a grill. I know how to work it. I just... It's, I've it, never had to. He's always done it, and I've never even. Well, all you gotta do, all you gotta do with our grill is say, "Hey Google, turn on the grill." Well, and there you no, have. That's not real grilling. That's it's real grilling. <laughs> when you have Google turn on your oven or your grill, are you kidding me? Absolutely. Google turns I can on do it. Everything. I can be shopping for a steak at Harder House and in the parking lot. I say, "Hey, turn on my grill," and it comes on. It's ready to go. When I get home, I throw that steak on. When you're married to a a tech specialist husband, everything in the house. <laughs> Run. I've never been, like, first 10 years of our marriage, I didn't even know how to turn the TV on or change the channel or whatever. But but now, yeah, we the kids all know. I swear, our last one, his first words were, hey, Google. Really? That's like, funny. Real, because it turned on the lights. It talked. It turned on their shows on the TV. Yeah, I remember that. I remember a long time ago, you, you guys were telling me that. Like, hey, Google, turn. And I think Garen or somebody called Jilly, you one time. No, Jilly... Um, she had it. She had a favorite show called Zapped, and she's but she didn't speak very well. She was like four, and uh, she said, "You know, hey Google, play Zapped on Netflix or something. I don't know." And it totally misheard her, and yeah, it was starting to play something else. Thankfully, it tells you what it's going to play before it starts it. Okay. And I heard it from the other room, and I came running like, "No, no, 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 no! Google, stop, stop, stop!" Oh, <laughs> kind of need to play. Kind of need to tweak those uh, parental controls. I think there. <laughs> Or was it like like race car death type no, stuff? It like, was, no, it was like no, no. she said zapped on Netflix, and I really want to say it was like Zach and somebody make a porno. Oh gosh, real. no, that's <laughs> a movie. It really like it said it from a group room. It was like playing Zach and something make a oh, porno. I'm no. like no, 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 no. Oh my gosh. Well, see, that's why I don't do technology. My phone understands maybe twenty percent of what I tell it. Well, right. I yeah. could never do talk to text. It always ends up being really it, it bad. It does. That's funny because then my mother will always come back and say, I, I was I was talking about my back, and the phone wrote bank. And I didn't even see it. I just sent it. And then she goes, so how's your bank? Like, your oh, bank is messed gosh. up? <laughs> my my bank is that. totally out of yeah. <laughs> change banks, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, really. I need to do that. Oh, gosh. Well, we need to get back to the podcast. I want to talk about the tropics, so let's get to that. Tropical, tropical, tropical. It's tropical. It's the tropics update. Uh, we don't have a lot out there. Is that still going on down there? Well. <laughs> How long has this been it's, now? It's simmered down a little bit. Yeah, I mean, in the Atlantic, there's there's something they were watching. It's kind of the south southern Atlantic, but it was like 30% yesterday, and now it's like a 10%. So it's really not not, not going to be anything. Uh, so, and right now we're not seeing a lot. And I did learn this. Uh, this is really, uh, I did not know this. But when you get into October, like the latter part of the hurricane season, October, November, um, most of the development is in the Caribbean and South Atlantic, it's not waves coming off of Africa like they do in the first part. And I thought, okay, that that kind of makes sense. 
And I was watching the Weather Channel. They were outlining different things. And for sure, that's exactly what's happening. That little yellow X, I mean, it's nothing, but it's like a little circulation, is developing right in the southern Atlantic towards the Caribbean. So like, okay. And that's what we need to watch. I think they are talking about, you know, Epsilon could be just right around the corner. Uh, yeah. And then, then, then Zeta. Oh, all we need is two more to tie that or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, so there's, there, I mean, that's all in the Atlantic. Uh, there's a big ridge out there, and that's kind of, you know, blowing the tops off of the anything that's that's trying to develop. And of course, nothing over the Cape Verde. Uh, it's all concentrated down in those really, really warm, rich, warm waters of the uh, Caribbean and the Gulf. Okay, now <clears throat> I want to talk about in, in the Pacific. You remember a week ago or so we were talking about Norbert? I, I do, do remember Norbert. Well, it disappeared. and Norbert then it, disappeared? Then it came back. <laughs> How does it do that? I'm How not sure. It's the same storm. <laughs> it's Norbert. Same st- he must be like on a soap opera and they kill him off and he <laughs> ends up coming back later on. Yeah, well, that makes sense. It's like, um, what? But how do they know it's the same storm coming back? Well, they can watch it. it, it it'll become post or extra tropical. They can still so it see like it. Died down it it's still yeah. a low pressure system, basically, and you have remnants. And yeah. then once it gets over a more favorable environment, it, it can re-strengthen. And, yeah. And that, that happens. Yeah, because I thought it had gone away. I mean, I didn't see Norbert. I just saw a couple of those. And then all of a sudden, Norbert popped up again. And, and I texted Corey and I said, what? And he said, yeah, it's back. And it was forecasted to be a tropical depression. And and that's it. And kind of meander around. And then the next day, it reached tropical storm again. We had tropical storm, Norbert. <laughs> and now it's back to a tropical depression. And, and they think in the next 24 hours, it'll eventually give up now it is not too far away from the baja peninsula kind of going north northeast um and then in the central pacific there's there's nothing out there i mean i think the pacific and central pacific they're they're pretty much kind of done maybe i mean when, when we talk about you know the hurricane season we're talking about the atlantic hurricane season and that's where we we focus on the names and stuff because most of the stuff that develops in the pacific goes to the west towards hawaii and we haven't well we had a couple of brushes what was that one storm was it paulette that just yeah. kind of went away and then all of a sudden came back it's like yep. what <laughs> it's like paulette is just running around like a drunk sailor again well it is well there's a lot going on out there and not tropical wise but oceans in general because we are still looking at an El Nino and sea surface temperatures along the equator. I looked at a map today and right along the equator, the tip that the, uh, you can see a cooling on the, on the, I, I saw a map of the earth and there's just a cooling of the ocean, uh, temperature right along the equator. And it, it really wow. looks cool on a map because it's following the equator where that cooler water is. And you, you normally, when you think equator, you think warm and hot, well, it's cooler right now, and they're still expecting a, a, a La Nina to last until spring, and they're expecting the strongest uh, peak of, of La Nina uh, to be November through January. Ooh, so, that's in prime winter. We'll see, you know, oh. what happens. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's been a while. I, I keep forgetting to cross-reference... Um, all of the La Nina years, so I can, you know, figure out maybe what's going to happen. I don't know. If it keeps getting colder, we keep having these cold fronts and potential for snow and stuff. We may actually have to do a a, a, a official winter weather outlook video again. I mean, we haven't had to because it ain't it ain't been snowing. It's not going to do nothing. Yeah. I feel like we jinxed it by doing a weather winter weather outlook that winter just ran away. And hasn't been here for a long time, and I really miss winter. So, yeah, is there like a is there like a snow dance you can do instead of a rain dance? I'm <laughs> speaking of winter. Okay, yes, we have a buddy that lives in the North Pole. You remember Stuart? Oh, Stuart, yeah. He was posting today on Facebook. Guess okay. what's decided to show up at the North Pole? 
Old Man Winter made his first appearance. He got his first snow today. Okay, no so they way. Are, are they in their winter or their summer? Are they in their all time? Well, it's winter. Is it there. all the time day or all the time night? It's getting, the days are getting shorter. <laughs> yeah. Up there. It's getting darker. It's probably, I, I, I'm guessing, I'm just pulling this out of my head right now. I'm guessing his average high right now is probably around 40. I'm guessing. Well, I can ask Siri what the temperature is right now. Okay. Hey, Siri, what's the temperature in North Pole, Alaska? 25 right now. Ooh. Chance of uh, snow flurries, 80%. Okay. What's the high tomorrow? I mean, um, cause it was 25 30, now. 30. Wait, uh, tomorrow's Thursday, 27 for a high low of 9. Oh, because that cold air filtering in. That's right. Yeah. They do Ooh. make it up to 36 on Saturday, though, and that's the highest they're going to be for the next week. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. I'm guessing I'll, I'll look during the weather school. I need to write that down, what the average high this time of year for North Pole, Alaska. Okay. So you, you all say something while I'm writing this down. I imagine it's right there in the vicinity of freezing, maybe maybe a little warmer. That's my Do you guess. think so? Well, yeah, because this this cold. I mean, we were what ten to fifteen degrees above average. Well, North Pole's but, way up there. I mean, it's oh gosh, not, yes, yeah. So, I I just I I was that was so fun having him on the podcast because that I call was this a fun stuff, podcast. I like asking him all those questions. Do that again sometime. Because I mean, I really had never looked into anything that much about Alaska, and it was fun asking him and getting to hear firsthand. Yeah. So, Stuart, if you're listening to the podcast. We uh, want you back. Yeah. Well, we're getting the, the dead of winter here when it's like, you know, 150 below when zero. When we're all and, freezing and yeah. it's like 20 outside and, and he can tell us it's 150 below. Yeah. And, and Shara's not able to go sun anymore. Well, she's probably not able to go sun anymore now because it's going to be cold and the pool's yep. closed. Yeah. Oh, well. And Shara gets cold <laughs> if it's 60, so. Yeah, that's 70. true. That's true. <laughs> Well, I got some interesting uh, pollen reports, so let's get to that. It is the pollen report from pollen.com. Actually, two sources. Uh, I'll have to say that. Springfield and pollen. So basically, you know, there's just not much pollen out there now, according to pollen.com. So the next five days is low, so under 2.0. Uh, Saturday is medium low, and they say the, pre- the predominant pollen is ragweed. Now... The Springfield office, I did look. Mold, they said, is still high. I'm trying to figure out why. There's I don't no, know how. There's it? no moisture. Yeah. Uh, the trees are low with juniper and elm. Uh, grasses are low. Um, I guess the cold air is kind of keeping the grass from growing. People are not mowing as much. You know, I don't it know. It does feel moist outside, though. Like, it doesn't feel dry. As you, no, I mean, I know that it hasn't rained, but it... Do you know what I mean? Like it does. I feel moisture in the air, so I guess like I right could now? get that. I don't right. know where it's coming from, but like, yeah, it feels moist out here right now to me. We're outside. Yeah, you're just not. Randy's Porch in his basement. We're I'm outside. In. Is it moist in your basement? Uh, I hope not. Is that a word? That <laughs> yeah. That's a bad thing. When that it gets would be bad. Isn't that one of those words that everybody cringes? Yeah, I was like, I know. Yeah, I was like, but no. it's an actual fear for Rando. He lives on a hill, you know. So. Right. Oh gosh. When it starts heavy rain, that that'll. That's more like flood run, fear. Run into his basement. Although I find I got a bid back from my my landscaper. They are going to reshape my front yard to make I it told drain you it friendly. Could be done. Oh yeah, yeah. I just, I just need to get him out here. So uh, I am really excited about that. Instead of sandbagging your driveway every time it rained. Yeah. Well, well, I may not. I'm not going to do that. It's just the front. It, it's fine if it goes down the driveway, like I've shown many videos, because it goes down the side, of the west side of the house. The problem is, if it rains so hard it goes down the east side, that's when it comes in my basement, mm-hmm. and that's where I got problems. And so he's going to kind of reshape. I think he called it a swell, make a swell. So if the water would get, you know, that intense and flood and go that, and then it would just kind of go around. So I'm excited about that. Oh, well, speaking of moisture, let me say this. Okay. We, I, I, the, the six to 10 day outlook came out today and we are in the above average in, in precipitation, which is surprised me because it I haven't might seen rain? rain in weeks. Oh, and we sure need a good long rain. If it would actually happen, I hope it does. But you know, half of the country is so in too. the above area. But but we're in the we're in the above average, above above average uh, 
level here, like well, 60% above I, average. So I we'll got to tell you, I was watching the TV personalities talk about that, uh, and they're saying half inch maybe. I mean, these waves are just not going to produce very I hope we get an inch and not in two hours. I hope it's spread. I'm with you. That's that thing I was wondering about, Corey, in the next 10 or 12 days. If that materializes, that's going to drop more than a half inch. Yeah. But that's kind of far out, so it's like, eh, not going to do that. Well, anyway, well, that's that's the mold. Oh, I got to tell you what's funny. Just uh, on a recap of the pollen, this is what the uh, Springfield office, uh, what what is it, the allergy department or mold or whatever, uh, said weeds are low, and they said it's chinopod, pigweed, worm seed, salt brush, fire, bush, and ragweed. Say that three times. Man, I thought the chinopods <laughs> were done. They, I thought they, they were too. But pigweed, I've heard of pigweed. Worm seed, I have pigweed? not heard. Pigweed, yeah. Oh, I've de- yeah, I've definitely heard of that. But worm seed, I have not heard of. Uh, salt brush and fire bush. Interesting. But, you know what? That sounds like a country song. Yeah, it does. I you think should that's write a, that. Yes, country. I got it. Ooh, I got to get some that music to you. I I've been doing doing stuff with Marilyn, and I got uh, sidetracked or whatever. Uh, okay, well, it's time for the next segment, which is the drought report. Now, I think you got a, something important to tell us, don't you, Corey, well, on the drought? We're in a drought, and it's not getting any better. In fact, it's getting worse. That's what I was, yeah, I want you to say. <sighs> you know, parts of southwest Missouri, is we're in an extreme drought, and and that's a good word for it, extreme, because it is no. dry. You know, it's in that same area. You know, for some whatever reason, when we first started getting abnormally dry and a moderate drought, it started in the panhandle of Christian County. For some reason, that little area, and it's just grown and grown and grown and and blossomed out from that area. So, you know, parts of Green, Christian, Lawrence, uh, Northern Stone, and Barry, they're in an extreme drought, and all the trees are brown. You drive around, and it's not pretty for sure. But the area surrounding that is in a moderate drought. Now, we're, we're in a moderate drought here in Branson. We are? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. moderate drought. Yeah. Yeah, we just, just, but yeah, all just of barely Christian in. County, and, and there's a huge area of extreme drought or, or severe drought that, that, that surrounds the extreme drought. But, but the abnormally dry really grew, too. I mean, it's just growing and it's. it's yeah, all not, the way to St. Louis. It's not yeah. looking. Uh, very promising for sure yeah and and for those since this is a podcast we're actually looking at it you can access this two ways uh the first way is just go to our website stormdarweather.com uh it's i think it's at the bottom it'll say drought monitor click on that and you'll go right to uh a page of missouri and show it'll show you exactly where the drought is it's updated once a week i think thursday right yeah, yeah thir- Thursday. Well, it comes out on on Tuesday, but they issue it. That's just weird. I don't know. Maybe it takes them that long to do the graphic. <laughs> for some reason. But uh, for just our listeners, it, it's it's basically five levels. There's D0, which is abnormally dry. D1, which is a moderate drought. D2, severe drought. D3, extreme drought. And that's what's going on now. And the worst of all is a D4 called exceptional drought now um, these extreme and exceptional droughts they take a while to recover from oh yeah we're yeah we're gonna have to have weeks and weeks of just yeah rain or maybe snow i mean snow will help but snow it is would. snow it's not you know it'll melt if we get a couple of good eight inches of snow that would be fun <laughs> yeah that's wish, wishful thinking if, yeah, if i you know ask me well, I know, and there's not much we can do about it except hope and wish and follow those models or whatever. Yep. Well, since we are going into the potential for some frost Friday morning, I thought we should bring out the weather school all about frost and freeze. <clears throat> it's probably a good idea because I need to take <clears throat> clear my throat. Uh, frost and freeze and what it means if you get into a frost or freeze watch or warning. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, Stormed Our Weather School. The National Weather Service has placed the area under a frost advisory. 
Typically, frost can occur when the temperature falls below 36 degrees, especially in rural areas. It is a localized phenomena and can be quite variable across a small area. While the National Weather Service does not keep track of frost in observations per se, they do keep track of when temperatures hit the freezing mark or fall below. Frost becomes more widespread when the temperature falls below 32 degrees, with some freeze possible. Let's talk about the different types of frost. There's hoar frost, also called radiation frost, and that refers to white ice crystals deposited on the ground or loosely attached to exposed objects such as wires or leaves. It forms on cold, clear nights when conditions are such that heat radiates out to the open air faster than it can be replaced from nearby sources, like wind or warm objects. Hoarfrost may develop even when the air temperature a few feet above the ground is well above freezing. The word hoar, H-O-A-R, comes from an Old English adjective that means showing signs of old age. In this context, it refers to the frost that makes trees and bushes look like white hair. There's white frost, and that is a solid deposition of ice that forms directly from water vapor in the air. White frost forms when the relative humidity is above 90% and the temperature is below 18 degrees. It grows against the wind direction, and the wind can't be too strong or else it damages the delicate icy structures as they begin to form. White frost resembles a heavy coating of hoarfrost with big interlocking crystals, usually needle-shaped. There's window frost, also called fern frost or ice flowers, and that forms when a glass pane is exposed to very cold air on the outside and warmer and moderately moist air on the inside. If the pane is not a good insulator, for example, if it's a single window pane, then water vapor condenses on the glass, forming frost patterns. With very low temperatures outside, frost can appear on the bottom of the window, even with double-pane energy-efficient windows, because the air advection between the two panes of glass ensures that the bottom part of the glazing unit is colder than the top part. On unheated motor vehicles, the frost will usually form on the outside surface of the glass first. There's advection frost, also called wind frost, and that refers to tiny ice spikes that form when very cold wind is blowing over tree branches, poles, and other surfaces. It looks like rimming on the edges of flowers and leaves and usually forms against the direction of the wind. It can occur at any hour, day, or night. Black frost, or a killing frost, is not strictly speaking frost at all because it is the condition seen in crops when the humidity is too low for frost to form, but the temperature falls so low that plant tissues freeze and become blackened, hence the term black frost. Black frost is often called killing frost because white frost tends to be less cold, partly because the latent heat of the freezing of the water reduces the temperature drop. There's rime, R-I-M-E, and that is a type of ice deposition that occurs quickly, often under heavily humid and windy conditions. Technically speaking, it's not a type of frost since usually supercooled water droplets are involved, in contrast to the formation of hoarfrost, in which water vapor desubliminates slowly and directly. Ships traveling through Arctic seas may accumulate large quantities of rime on the rigging, but unlike hoarfrost, which has a feathery appearance, rime generally has an icy and solid appearance. 
A frost advisory is issued when conditions warrant the development of frost, especially in low-lying areas. Frost usually forms on those cold nights with very little wind, aided by a large area of cold high pressure. Again, frost can develop when temperatures are above freezing, but when temps are forecasted to fall below freezing for at least three hours, then a freeze warning is issued. Freeze warnings are only issued in the fall and spring. In the fall, a freeze warning is usually issued once when the forecasted temperatures are expected to be cold enough to put an end to the growing season. Temps from 29 to 32 degrees for a few hours overnight will kill off sensitive plants, but temps below 28 degrees tend to harm the most hardy vegetation. In the spring, freeze warnings are issued after the growing season starts and is an alert to farmers and gardeners to be sure and protect their crops. Here's some things to know if you get under a frost advisory or a freeze warning in the spring. Wet soil holds heat better than dry soil, protecting roots and warming air near the soil. Bed sheets, drop cloths, blankets, and plastic sheets make suitable covers for vulnerable plants. Use stakes to keep material, especially plastic, from touching the foliage. But be sure to remove the coverings when temperatures rise the next day. When we start seeing frost advisories or freeze warnings in the fall, then we know what's just around the corner. Winter. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there's your chilly, freezy, frosty uh, weather school. So protect those plants. If you get a freeze warning, bring them in. Unless you don't want them anymore. So, Oh, speaking of plants that you don't want anymore, um, <laughs> this goes in our uh, in other news segment. My mother has been telling me for the past few nights uh, she'll look outside at night and there's a bunch of deer. And they are up on almost to her patio and they're munching mm. on stuff and... Getting stuff to eat is really cool. I told We used to get that when we lived out in the other neighborhood. That Our yard backed up to the woods. And oh, they yeah. would literally come right up to my back window. And I liked them there. So Corey actually went and got like a big bag of corn or something from the feed store and spread it all over the backyard. And we enjoyed them all winter. I, th I think you need just cucumber plants or something. She's got a few cucumber plants. Yeah, any kind of plant will draw them. <laughs> we didn't have any plants, so we just threw a bunch of corn out there, and they all came running. Well, maybe I'll and get And we could go sit on the back deck, and they wouldn't even run. As long as you stayed up on the deck, they would just stand Does there this and watch daytime you. or nighttime? At night. At night, yeah. Yeah, I think I don't think my mother wants us to sit outside at night. Well, yeah. I don't sit out there, but, you know, you yeah. kind of want to go out there just to see how close you can get to them before they run. Oh, yeah. Well, I told her, I said, what you need to do is once it gets close to the porch is just flip on the, the, the light really fast and take a picture. She goes, I'm not that fast. I, they will run away. Well, before. we had motion <laughs> lights. That's how we knew they were back there. We had oh, motion lights. Oh, cool. And like there was nights we would be just about to fall asleep. And suddenly we had a motion light that was right outside our bedroom window that was bright. Oh, great. Yeah. And I mean, that huge light would come on, which at first we were like who's in our backyard but uh, yeah. then we would go look and it was just a bunch of deer uh, i'm surprised they didn't run when the lights would come on yeah i wonder i wonder if mom could just leave her light on and then it'll get close enough because she's got her ipad she knows how to take pictures and then get it close to the window and snap a picture yep, that would she be should just leave her those city deer are more uh used to people than the country deer yeah, if they're that close to mm -hmm. the city, they're used to people in cars, and they don't run. They're not as finicky. Oh, yeah, yeah, and it's getting cold, and it's getting active. See, November is where I see them in in Spring Meadows around here. That's, I mean, in November, I got to watch it when I come in the subdivision, and then, like, a family of four or five will just, you know, scream past. It's like, okay, but that's what November. What did I say the other night? Because we saw one leaving Walmart. Like, we were pulling out oh, no of Walmart. And you take that back road that goes to Bird Road. Yeah, and yeah, there yeah. was one or two, and I called Corey's attention to it so he'd see them. And then, I mean, there was like four or five more, but oh, what did I say? I like deer. You said deer. No, I said <laughs> where there, I said if there's said one. said deer, there's a deer. <laughs> hey, deer. I had a funny rhyme. It was oh. like, where there's one, there's a ton. That's what I said. As you see one, there's a ton. 
That didn't rhyme. Does that huh. rhyme? One and a... Uh, okay. Okay, whatever. wait a minute. Okay, okay. <laughs> anyway, we like deer. Be picky, okay? okay? It sounds the same, okay? Hey, but you can Not always get that same, weather word of the week. One we'll get and ten sounds the same. <laughs> so, Corey, you got anything in the In Other News segment? Back on uh, October 12th, 1979. Ooh. I was, I was born. Oh, I was... I was like three months old. Let's see. Yeah. I was 16. Oh, God. The lowest pressure ever recorded occurs in, at the center of Typhoon Tip. Ooh. That's a weird name for a typhoon. Yeah. Typhoon Tip. A reconnaissance mission recorded a low pressure of 870. Oh, my or twenty-five gosh. Or 25.69. Typhoon you? Tip was the most extensive tropical cyclone on record and had a, a, a tropical storm force diameter of 1,380 miles at its peak, which would stretch from Missouri to California, basically. Now, that's a storm. That is a storm. Wow. Because last week you mentioned some hurricane that had 882 or something, and I yeah. thought that was incredible. This was even lower than that. I just, wow. And I'm really surprised we haven't seen, you know, below 900. We've, we've had, you know, getting down to like 930 and some. I think the thing is these storms around here lately, they're bombing. And then they're raging, and then they're moving. Because some of these some of these storms have been moving pretty fast, and it's really hard to get, you know, a good solid machine going if it's if the forward momentum is is fast. So I don't know. It, her, uh, typhoon tip. I love it. Hey, I don't know if you've been watching the weather up north, uh, North Dakota, Minnesota, Montana, Mm-mm. but they're expecting an Alberta clipper at Ooh. the end of this week Ooh. to bring. Uh, Snow and, you know, coming down from Alberta, yeah. Canada. And it's the first one of the year. So, and, and, and they're expecting some accumulating snow across northern Minnesota, most of North Dakota. So, uh, like Duluth, Minnesota, okay. might get a good 8 to 12 inches out of it. So Wow. Yeah, yeah, those clipper storms. You know that I might make that the the weather word of the week next week. It's all part of this cold air coming down. Yeah, basically. Yeah, cold air so. invasion. I mean, we did. Uh, what I forget the weather school we had like a week or so ago. I don't know. They, they was talking about those those type of clipper storms or or oh a nor'easter, mm-hmm. the nor'easter. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. it was. Sure. Yeah. Is that it? Uh, I think so. Oh, that's it. We already talked about our friend in Alaska. He's got his snow today. Check yeah. out his Facebook page. He's uh... Yeah, I think, Stuart, you need to post some uh, pictures. Send us some pictures of your snow because we've forgotten what it looks like. He posts more <laughs> pictures because he's still fairly new to Alaska, so he's still getting used still to the weather. It's still exciting. It's still exciting for him, you know. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe that's we'll, that's our storm to our weather station up there. We need to get him. Uh, oh, that would be cool. Oh, a weather so station, needs to get yeah. A weather station. That would be, be cool. Well, maybe we can get a lot of Patreon people going on. We can yeah. get yeah, enough money. Get some people to send donations, and we could buy some cool equipment. Yeah. How cool is that? <laughs> okay. Well, that was some some interesting tidbits. So it's time for Shara to give us wow us with her wisdom. I'm going to need you to work on me a jingle. Oh, okay. Kay? Just saying. Okay. I will put that I need that my there. own jingle. I'm going to have my own section. She's demanding a jingle. Okay, here we go. I work hard on these fun facts for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so since you both have birthdays mm-hmm. coming up and in the fall. Yeah. Peop- and I know we talked about how babies were smarter that were born in the fall. Yeah. Um, they also live longer. Ooh. Okay, so there was a study that found that babies born during the autumn months are more likely to live to 100 than those born during the rest of the year. Hear that, Mom? 30% of U.S. centenarians born during 1880 to 1895 were born in the autumn months. Wow. Corey, we're going to live forever. So I, I told him, I mean, I warned him when we got married that I had to go first because I would not live as a widow. So hey, so there you go. Live till hundred, and I will die off early. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh. <laughs> 
I don't want to live till I'm 100. I don't know if I want to live till I'm 100. I I mean, if I could still be walking around and taking care of myself, sure. But I don't want to have somebody needing to take care of me. No, no. I'm that way, too. I'm an independent 100-year-old. There you go. Still driving. You can still drive. Still driving. Still shopping. I'm going to be the one out there doing exercise that people are like, oh, I want to be like her. No. And be at the pool. It's like, look at that 100-year-old woman Um, out there by the pool. That might be scary. Okay. Okay. This one I found today, and I was excited. And this might not be exciting to you, but I thought it was cool. Okay. Chickadees get smarter in the fall. Okay, I didn't know this. The fall has some odd effects on animals. We know that. For the adorably tiny black-capped chickadee, this season causes its hippocampus, the part of the brain that handles all your organization and memory and all that good stuff, to swell 30%. Wow. I thought that was cool. I don't know why they need to get smarter in the winter. I guess to know how to carry food and or store, store food and stay safe gosh. and warm. I don't know, but 30% their brain increases. Not a shame our brains can't increase in the winter just for the heck of it. I think. What? I, I, go ahead. I, no, I, I, what I was, was you going to say? I was branching off uh. from the chickadees. I was going to go back to the whole living to 100 thing. Oh, oh okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if you and I did live to 100? I think about, I'm only going to be 40 some odd years old tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think back, I think back, see, I still like the weather, and I watched Tulsa weather when I was three years old. And what they were using on the air was, they didn't have the, the, they didn't have anything. It looked like an airplane radar, basically. Is And you had a little thing going around and around. It looked like an oh, airplane right. radar. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think. Of how much imagine? we've advanced since 1976, 79 till now, when we carry our own Doppler radar in our pocket. Yes. What's going to happen in the next 50 years, you know? I don't know. They're going to get, sa- I mean, they're still working on the next satellites up there. I know. I mean, we've got like your 4K. Your own but, weatherman but, will just show up at your door every day. I know. We, tell you what to wear. <laughs> but what will we have access to even in the next 20 years? Because 20 years ago, when I first got. A cell phone. Well, it was not my that first was cell even, phone. I mean, even but even in two thousand three ish, I had a little screen and could access a very limited version of the internet on my phone. Yeah, and it took forever to get a decent radar on. And if there. it was raining or storming, I, that one didn't exist, it. and I, <laughs> I really wanted it to happen. And finally, we have radar scope, and you can have radar wherever we want. What's going to happen? You know, what what's the next? Have we have we hit that plateau where not nothing can better. advance? Yeah, it's like there's not, not going to be anything new. They're just going to have to build on what we already have or, or something. are we going to be able to predict massive storms like tornadoes days out and people can actually take cover and be safe? Well, True. Who knows? I, I just, you know, I, I, I think I told this on the podcast, too, when I was really, really young and I saw that radar, I just had envisioned in my head that someday it'd be so cool to have all those radars put all, you could see the whole national radar. Yeah. And, of course, that's what we do. We can see, I mean, with modeling now, you can see, like the GFS, it's got a world view, a world view model. You, you could just see yeah. the, I mean... It's insane. It's not that accurate. That's what they need to do is make the modeling more accurate. But I don't well, know. Well, I think with the new satellites going up, that's that's what will happen. I think they, they these new satellites can do amazing things. And I think I think it'll even enhance areas that are more likely to see tornadoes in the coming weeks or, or you know, I, I think things yeah. are really gonna advance. Uh, and that's these new satellite the technology that these things have are just amazing. I mean, I don't even know what the, the newest satellites. I there's tons of settings that I can just access on my phone, lightning and smoke and sand and you know whatever you want. Oh yeah. So what's the next one's gonna bring? Who knows? Who knows? I mean, they're ama- They're expensive. That's for sure. Aliens. We're yeah, gonna be able okay. to see aliens. Maybe. I, I think we're gonna be able to sample weather on other planets. We're good. We're. we're going in that direction i mean mars yeah. we already have a, a rover on mars and they discovered we need to have a mars segment at some point well there's Ooh. another one on the way there's another uh supposed to land next year on mars oh really okay yeah mm-hmm. it takes like I what nine months the, or six months if or you something? check out youtube see i have a 4k tv and we were watching youtube the other day and they have the first 4k video from mars on youtube now oh. and do you know how long it takes to get 
any video from Mars. It's like long time. It's like days, weeks, nineteen k per minute sending that back, <laughs> which is a trickle, and 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 four k video files are huge. Oh my gosh, yes. So it takes a while for sure. Nineteen k per minute. <laughs> yeah, it was sort of slow. But how many miles? That's worse away than dial-up. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, when you're blasting through space, uh, I mean, that's we're not going across town that's, here. That's we're amazing speeds, really. Yeah, and to think you're going from a planet. That's what is bizarre to me. Is you're going yeah. from a planet to another planet. Right. So yeah, I guess in that that perspective, 19k would be pretty fast. Right. Wow. That's in, that's insane. <laughs> oh wow. So, okay. It's like it's like sending a fax in 1973. Oh gosh. It was 18 pages or 18 minutes per page. Of, 18 of, minutes per page. Really? Of, like like if you. I get so bored. Like, it felt like that in the 90s when if I was you're a, to send a fax. And not everybody had fax machines. If you're a reporter for like Time Magazine, you could write out an article and send that article back to Time Magazine for publication, and it took 18 minutes per page to send. And that's just words. Wow. That was back in the 70s. So, yeah. Well, okay. So I have another fun fact, and maybe this is a tip to help you get to the 100 years. Oh. Okay, this okay. This is going to help you both get to the 100 years. Kiss you every day? Mm, no. Oh. They do say an apple a day, though, and that's true. Okay, anyway, so we're going to fall back soon. We're going to have daylight mm-hmm. saving time. We're going to fall back. So um, daylight saving time may be difficult to adjust to, but it could be a major bonus for your physical health. A 2008 study found that the rate of heart attacks fell on the Monday after the end of daylight saving time in the fall. Less people have heart attacks in the fall. After the time change. Why. In the spring, they say they spike. I don't know. Maybe because people are going outside and working and they shouldn't be. Well, Maybe. I don't know. But, but then, but then you gain an hour, so that's you got another hour of sleep. I find it. the holidays... You know, fall leading up to the holidays, especially in Branson, is a very stressful time for some people. Oh, gosh. Uh, there are less heart attacks <laughs> after daylight saving How about time. about strokes? Or... Until it didn't mention strokes. Oh, okay. Sorry. So keep your blood pressure down and we won't have a stroke. Yeah. Yep. I'll keep playing that disc golf. I'm going to be good. Okay. Final fact. Final fact. Okay. This one's totally clean. Monarch butterfly migration begins in the fall. Most people know that. But, you know, birds are not the only things that are heading south for the winter. During the fall, butterflies start out on an epic 3,000-mile journey mm. from the U.S. To, and Canada to Mexico. Just like the hummingbirds. Wow. Right. Um, the butterflies cluster together to try to stay warm. So it, tens of thousands of them can cluster into one single tree. I've actually seen video of this. It is super cool. I have too, yes. Like, look that up. Like, Google the butterflies clustering in Mexico, and that is amazing. It's Sometimes crazy. those butterflies will show up on radar. When oh, yeah. Like well, that. and then people, um, people who, what's that called when you breed, breed butterflies? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, they put trackers on them, yeah, and it tracks them, and they can track them all the way to Mexico. It's not necessarily a, like and a they GPS will, tracker on a butterfly. It's it's a little sticker with a number. Yeah, and it's then a sticker. Yeah, they find kind of one, you look them. it up, and yeah, yeah. So they can see where their butterflies ended up and see if they made it safely and all that good stuff. But I thought that was really super cool. Oh my. Yeah, I did see a video on that, and it, it's amazing the amount of trees, and you don't notice it until they all leave. It's like. It's not leaves falling. You can't even see the tree. Oh, I know. Like, look up the pictures, and it looks like that is the tree, and it's full of fall leaves until they all fly away, and then you realize that that was all butterflies. Crazy. Crazy. And it's beautiful, and absolutely beautiful. Wow. You got a lot of fun facts. I like those little fun facts you got. I told you, I'm working hard for you. Uh, Okay. So, okay, so you deserve a jingle, so I've got that written uh, somewhere. Take note, because, you know, oh, you're there. getting closer and closer to 100. See, it's right there. It says jingle. So I got jingle right there. I'm showing her if my little, what, my little If that's man. what you think it says, okay. <laughs> well, I'm writing it really fast, so yes. <laughs> okay, well, it's time for the last segment. It's the weather word of the week. It's the Stormdar Weather, weather word of the week. This is an easy one. I thought I would give Shara... Uh, 
a break. It's a word that we've used and weather people used use in our descriptions. And a lot of people don't know what it is, so I thought I would tell what it is. So, Shara, what is this week's Stormdar Weather Weather Word of the Week? Progged. Yes. Short for prognosticated or forecasted. Yeah. Yeah, just simple. I mean, uh, like uh, if uh, they will prog a cold front, you know, t- temperatures are progged to be in the 70s. Uh, hum- you know, the wind is progged to be 160 miles an hour with this hurricane. Yeah, it's just progged. And uh, I, I got to see if the, there's another little snippet word like that. I've got to see if I've done it before. But if not, it's going to be next next week. So, hey, there's some showers up near Kansas City on radar. What? Let's see. It's barely tiny little things. Well, it's 9.50 right now. Oh, I did check uh, uh, Kansas City. It dropped four degrees. Okay, you can definitely see the cold front, leading edge of the cold front on radar now. Uh, yeah, yeah it, it was down to 68. Let me see what. Uh, I won't see Kansas City now. Spring, uh, Springfield's still at 70. Branson Airport is let's see oh wait a minute branson airport says 61 that Stormed doesn't seem weather right. station says 60 okay well do can, can you access a, a weather station in springfield because I, I sure can right on stormdarweather.com oh well yeah what does it say because the airport in springfield says 70 and that doesn't seem right you know you know this, this is this is the airport and it's coming in at 70 I don't, that's crazy it's 10 degrees warmer in Springfield. Yeah, it's and the airport. So the airport hasn't updated yet. For it doesn't hour. feel like 60 here, though. Like, I'm sitting outdoors and I'm okay. I'm a little chilly, but not yeah. bad. It doesn't feel like 60. And Nick said it's updated a minute ago, 67. So I would believe it's so. Be Springfield. That is weird. Well, and here's the thing, too, Shara. You're, you're, we're at technically around 60, 61. The temperature tomorrow, the high tomorrow, is only going to be like 5 or 6 degrees up from this right here. And I thought it was going to be really windy. It's not. I I was under the impression it's going to be windy. Now, wind is going to pick up again Saturday with that that other cold front coming through. So, we're just going to be watching for that, the cold front parade. Now, Joplin is 70, updated a minute ago, and us checking my dad's weather station. He's coming in at 71 as well. So, we're quite a bit cooler down here for some reason i wonder that's weird in brad's i guess brad's station is still uh who lives Brad, downtown branson brad's coming down right downtown branson is 64 yep oh i do and see the showers 60 and there you go so say bye-bye to all of those warm temperatures we're going officially into fall and the leaves are changing there's it's not as brilliant as i'd like it to be but the, the leaves are kind of changing. Yeah. Not really picture-worthy, but... No. My daughter and I bought some new boots, and we haven't got to wear them yet, so... Ah. We're ready for, we're ready for boot weather. I, I bet you are. See, all, it's all about, all about fashion. We need to have Shara's right. fashion on our website. There you, I could just take fashion. over this whole podcast. If you uh, well, you know, that you probably could. Then Corey and I Anyone can just Anyone that knows me knows that is so true. <laughs> I love it. Well, I, that's pretty much all I got. You guys got anything else? I saw in uh, northern Kansas and uh, Nebraska when this cold front that's nearing us now was moving across that it was blowing dust and it was causing uh, you could see that dust on satellite and they were calling it a, a hay boob is what they call those storms. A, a hay boob? Uh, that's what I call them, hay boobs. What? How's that spelled? Or well, H A B O O B. I don't think that's a technical. Maybe it's haboob. <laughs> haboob. <laughs> haboob. Haboob. Yeah. I, I, I googled it and, <laughs> and listened to three different videos, and three different people called it something different. No, it's haboob. Haboob. It's Arabic. That's actually was one of our oh, weather words like of the Abu. week. Abu yeah. from Aladdin. I'll Abu. have to get our weather word of the week and tell you what episode it is so you guys can go back and listen to it. Yes, Haboob is a violent windstorm. Uh, I think that's it's what Arabic. The evil, 
That's what the evil guy called him. He called him King Abubu. <laughs> That's different. I'm just saying. I think we're going off the rails now. <laughs> well, I've got to go get my kids in bed. Well, other than Haboob, you guys got anything too. else? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> I, th- I think we're all, all losing it. So, Sherry, got anything? You got I'm good. Okay. I'm well, all out of facts. <laughs> all out of facts until next week. So, All right. Well, I think it's time to wrap this thing up. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website and our merch store at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast. Jeez. We're going to get, the cops are going to show up and think that we're drunk on our public drunk. Oh, I got it pretty, I can see it on the screen there. It spiked humongous on the screen. <laughs> I'm recording. <laughs> <laughs>